Welcome to Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass, a weekly conversation about business, careers, and personal development designed to inspire, educate, and motivate you, and sometimes ourselves, to show up powerfully, live fearlessly, and to find and unleash your inner badass. I'm Lisa Lindsay. I'm Liz Green. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass. I'm Lisa Lindsay here with my renewed co-host, Liz Green. (laughs) Hey, Liz. Hey, Lisa. And you know what? I actually do feel renewed. It's good. It's it's so amazing what happens when you, you know, get a new apartment. Like this is, (laughs) I mean, you know, my hands look a little funny, but I guess it's just part of it. But yeah, so we moved into this new place and it's just, you know, so much, just more space. We just needed some more space. So I know it was affordable. So why not? (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, there is this Hebrew saying um, that a friend of mine shared with me. I don't know how to say it in Hebrew, but essentially it translates to change your place, change your luck. So, you know, (laughs) you changed your place. (laughs) Yeah, change your virtual background, change your change your life. Change your life. Exactly, exactly. How are you doing? How are things going? Yeah, so things are great, Lisa. I d- I feel like I'm so ready for this new year, 2021, and you know, I'm ready for our podcast to go to even another level. I'm just I'm so grateful with what's been going on with our podcast. I mean, just to think that we just were talking about this one year ago. We hadn't even started yet. We hadn't even And to think yet. of how far we've come and, you know, how many listeners really have resonated with, with what we do and what we talk about. And it's just like, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I agree. It is pretty remarkable. I, um, I would say, I think we've had a lot of really amazing guests as well. I, I, for the people we've had on, I don't think I could have thought about them, not even in my wildest imagination, maybe, maybe, maybe in my wildest imagination, but they're even better in some cases than I even thought, especially in this first year that we would get. Oh my gosh. Me too. I mean, it's just amazing. The, I mean, the caliber of guests that we've had on, as you say, and just really great people, great messages. Um, you know, and when we started talking about guests, we thought, well, what, you know, who's going to want to come on the show? It's a brand new show. Who's going to want to come on? And, you know, it was a little bit of a struggle at first. I mean, not, not much, but then all of a sudden after, I guess it was what, about three months, it just kicked into high gear with, uh, with the caliber of guests that we got on. So, and we have more to come, like the the lineup that we have in the next month or two that we're recording. I can't even believe it. It's pretty exciting and pretty spectacular. I'm very, very pleased with what we've been able to do. And, you know, you know, reflecting a little bit on 2021, just generally outside of the podcast, it's been such a rough year. So to see in, in a lot of different ways for a lot of different reasons, right? So for, So to see the podcast do what it's doing. Um, for me is just been beyond, beyond, beyond amazing, beyond, um, my wildest dream. So I'm very excited and I'm very excited kind of looking forward, which I know we're going to talk about a little bit, um, 
in, in a bit. So, so when you think of 2020, what else besides the podcast, what, what else comes up for you, um, business wise? Wow. Um, again, I mean, I just feel so grateful of, about what has happened and transpired for my business, particularly, I think I've, I've talked about this before, particularly my coaching business, um, that has really taken off, uh, some of the trainings that I've done this year, I've, I'm so excited about using and implementing what I've learned. Um, and it's just, you know, I just feel so good about what's happened on that line. Bar Candy, I've talked about this before, took a hit this last year because it's a party product. It's an event-based product. But now I'm starting to get busy again with that. So that's exciting too. And I just, you know, sometimes when I think about back when I started my own business, I never would have thought that it would have allowed me to have the type of freedom that I, that I have. And it's, it's amazing to think about putting in the work, putting in, uh, believing in yourself, putting in the work, and then just kind of seeing what blossoms out of that, because it does stuff blossoms out of intention, hard work, um, and a sense of being grounded, I think, in yourself. And as I'm looking at you, I'm thinking <laughs> about <laughs> for you, let our listeners know, like, what has having your own business enabled you to do, especially recently? Yeah. So, you know, when I started it, you know, it probably was born out of frustration um, in some ways, right? But I think I mentioned this on one of our first episodes that a big part of what kind of motivated me to what's move, uh, doing my business was career coaching that I got, right? Um, I knew that something wasn't right. I knew I wasn't doing the thing that I wanted to do. And it was always very interesting that one of the exercises the coach and I did, and I actually do this exercise with my clients as well, is basically a values exercise, really like what are the words that resonate with you when you when you think about what your values are and consistently would come up for me was freedom independence autonomy etc cetera, etc cetera. and those kind of things which i value highly and i know i value them highly don't you don't really get that when you're working for somebody else um so i sort of knew that the thing i always wanted to do was start my own business be self employed and you know, and 20, you know, I've talked about kind of the struggle starting in 2016, working in it in 2017, essentially abandoning the business in 2018, and then coming back to the business in 2019. And 2019 was about rebuilding, going to school, get going, to co- getting coaching um, certifications, doing all that stuff. And towards the end of the year was rebuilding the business. And then 2020 was scary because I knew my intentions for 2020 was about rebuilding the business so that I can get focused on what I started the business, my original purpose of starting the business for me, which was to allow myself to have the freedom. But when you, if you asked me in April with COVID, I was like, oh, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. But the, as the year played out, I have found that I was able to do exactly what I wanted to do with my business, which was not be in New York. Um, I'm not going to say exactly where I am <laughs> just cause you know, um, but 
I'm in the Caribbean and I'll say that. And I plan to be here for the next little while. And here's what my business is set up in such a way that I am actually able to do that. (laughs) I'm actually able to do that. And that of all the things is what I wanted to do. That was the reason why I started my business in the first place to be able to kind of do something like this. Yeah. And doesn't it feel so great to be able to have the freedom to do that? I remember back in December when you said, oh, by the way, Liz, I I might be going down to the Caribbean for a couple of months in, you know, 10 days. I was like, what? what?" (laughs) And I remember feeling so jealous and thinking, oh my gosh, like I want to go down there for like however long. And, And it just made me realize that, yes, having your own company enables you to do that, right? Like, obviously, but, you need to, to be somewhat successful in order right. to do that. Like, like, you probably wouldn't have done this in the first couple of months of launching your business. But now that, you know, things are steady and going well, you're able to yeah. Uh, yeah. have that freedom. Yeah, have the freedom. And, you know, I'll be honest, COVID really kind of accelerated it, right? Because it normalized working remotely um, for us in a way so that my clients who sometimes feel like, oh, you know, if I have an HR consultant, I want to see that consultant um, and, you know, have that person be on site, which which can sometimes be a detriment. Um COVID had really done some very interesting things to normalize the way people work um, and the way people think about work. And that, listen, you get the same level of service, whether I am physically in your presence or not, that that does not preclude the kind of service that you actually get. So I'm, you know, we can talk about how COVID has wrought a lot of really bad things on 2020. I mean, a lot of death if you're here in the U.S., a lot of disruption, slowed down our businesses. I mean, bar candy, like you said. But it's also brought some really good things and some positive things as well, which makes me thinking about 2020 kind of conflicted, (laughs) you know, like I'm very conflicted about how I feel about it because the start to the year I think was positive, positive, the middle kind of got a little, "Eh," and I'm ending it in a way that I don't think I even thought about at the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, I would say with listeners as this is the time of year when we do this kind of thing, right? So we're releasing this in the last week of December. So this is the time of year when we all get reflective about 2020 and we get, we start to think about what we want 2021 to look like. And I would say if you're listening to us right now and you're thinking about what your next year should look like, look back on 2020 though with grateful eyes. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to look back on anything with grateful eyes, I think is a, is a wonderful practice because as much as it's been really, really hard for so many people, I mean, it's been hard for really, I think everybody on, on one level or another, exceptionally hard for us, for many, many people as well. I don't think for me, it hit me as hard as as some people, I have some friends where they've lost people and whatnot. And I can't even imagine that over this time. Um, But other than that, to look back and 
kind of look at what, what happened for you that was positive? What were you able to do? What were you able to get in touch with? And even if it's something like, oh my gosh, like I got a divorce or, um, you know, I lost my company or what, whatever it is to kind of realize that maybe this type of thing would have happened anyway, and it would have been prolonged, maybe not about the business element, but certainly about relationship aspects, because Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of people I know that just, it's, you know, it's been a tough go of it, especially here in New York when we're in such close quarters with our loved ones. But that I'm not getting a divorce. <laughs> I'm That's like, not do you want to tell me something, Liz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, um, to look at things through a different lens, maybe. And, you know, like I said, my, my company took a hit, just like many other companies. I'm not in the restaurant business. Those, oh man, I, I used to be. And I, I have so many friends that so lost badly. their businesses, their nightclubs. So Um, it just breaks my heart when I think about it. And, but, you know, there's also a lot of restaurants that are, um, really pivoting and using their creativity and really making sure that they're able to stay afloat until things kind of come around again. Bar candy, you know, it's been off to the side, but I, it's, I'm grateful for that because I've been able to really hone in on my new trainings and, and, uh, getting a bunch of coaching clients and being able to really focus on that, which is, you know, where my heart is. But I have a friend that owns, um, you know, Black Tap Burger, for for example. And I know they're they're high end and they're everywhere, but they, you know, they have this amazing like to go uh, box where they're famous for their amazing milkshakes, and they have like a to go box where you can make it at home, and they have um, all these like fun creative things that you know they're basically they're keeping their their company probably at a break even point right now over COVID, and some restaurants are able to do that. The mom and pops, unfortunately, probably are not. So, you know, and the reason why I'm kind of attached to this theme is because living in New York, I mean, that's what we do. We go out to restaurants and we go to restaurants, yeah. worked in restaurants or we have friends that own or work in restaurants. So that part is really heartbreaking. But to look back and, and, and for me, I would say I'm probably the most grateful for being able to kind of pivot and really focus in on what I really want to do, which um, might, might have taken a, a bit longer if I was really focused on my company, Bar Candy. It probably it might have taken longer. So for me, I have that to be grateful for. And yeah. luckily, I haven't lost anybody through COVID. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I mean, it's the same for me. I haven't lost anybody. Um, it's, it, you know, I know people who have, you know, past due to COVID, but they're two, three degrees away. Um, not, that still makes it hard, right? Because there's families who are dealing with that. But, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about our episode earlier in the year, failure is not final. And that's sort of what I'm thinking about here again, where it, it, it's it's tumultuous and it feels complicated. There's complicated emotions around what 2020 was and what it brought. Um, 
but they're good things and we can find the good things. And if there were bad things, know that that's an opportunity. There's an opportunity in whatever that negative thing might be. You may not see it right now, but there's an opportunity. So 2020, are you ready to leave 2020? Shake off off some of that stuff from 2020. But we're into a new year and um, that feels really, really good. And so what for you, Lisa, what do you feel like is the most important thing that you want to accomplish for yourself, one professionally and one personally? In 20- mm, interesting. You know, that's interesting because I usually try to avoid the personal here, but um, <laughs> yeah, I know that as I <laughs> not let me off the hook there. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, so, so I'll start with personally um, because I have been thinking about that. I have been thinking, you know, I'm very focused on my business, but what I found is through the year I'm clear, I'm clear on business stuff, right? So I can tell you what I want for my consulting business. I can tell you what I want in terms of how I want coaching to fit into that. Like, you know, know, I'm starting to feel like, okay, yeah, the reason why I wanted to get into coaching, there's an element there. So I'm going to probably try to increase the amount of coaching that I actually do do um, this year and focus a little bit more on that. And uh, and obviously the podcast, which we'll talk about in a bit, but, um, personally, I've been kind of focused personally and really I'm focused in on my relationships. Right. And I mean, I, I mean, all of them for the most, some of them, not all of them, <laughs> some of them, there's some, I'm not ready for yet. Some I want to kind of let sit for a little while longer, but, um, in terms of me personally, I want to kind of sort of structure my life differently. I've been thinking about my life, my personal life a lot. Do I want to stay in New York? Do I not? Um, What do I want my personal life to look like? So it's all to me about building my relationships. I got to be honest. One thing I have in my life is really, really good friends. And I'm so grateful for them. And, um, you know, I'm really grateful for my friendships. But I kind of want to get past that and get into a little bit more. So I'm looking, thinking, I don't know if I want to say this, but we're going to think about what we're going to do on the dating side of the world. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) And that's all we're going to say about that. Don't look for updates, people. You're not going to get any. (laughs) But that's sort of where my head is in the moment. And then just from a business perspective, it's just more, right? So right now, um, 2019 was about rebuilding. 2020 was about setting the foundation. So now 2021 for me is next level, right? What's the next level? Um, And I think I know exactly what that's going to look like. Like I said, you know, a little bit more coaching, really continuing to focus on my clients and getting some more HR clients and really doing that. I also know at some point this year, I'm probably going to hire someone. So I already kind of sense that based on how business is going. And that of course is going to allow me some additional freedom, which I'm looking right to date. Yeah. (laughs) No, to do more business. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can can see you. You're going to be around here asking me, so how's the dating going, Lisa? Right. Right. Well, now it's out in the open. So (laughs) I hate you. I remember, you know, that when I, I've been married for about uh, six or seven years, I always get mixed up. It's, I know my, I know my anniversary is in July, 
but I don't actually know how many years we've been married. It's it's going to be either six or seven. I'll have to right. ask my husband. But we've been together for 13 years. And wow. I just remember, you know, my dating life. And that was, wow, that was really, really fun in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But then it was also very stressful because I thought, you know, I'm so busy trying to build my life. And this is right around the time when I was thinking about building a company. And I thought, I don't have I don't have time to date. I don't have time yeah. to find a relationship and invest in a relationship because I'm starting my business. Right. And then um, Paul came along and you know, it's the right person when you find, when you find time, when you're carving out time, if you're like, you well, know what, I'm just too busy to go out for dinner. Then you're like, obviously <laughs> I guess not the right person. But at the same time, it's like, I remember always being stressed out and thinking it's going to take so much time to be in a relationship. I don't have this kind of time because I'm starting a business. Right. So, you know, I know I I feel kind of relieved now that that's kind of out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I can focus more on my businesses. Yeah. I mean, well, I think about it and I sort of, I'm like, look, you know, business is chugging along and I can sort of focus on it. And I have neglected that part of my life in preference to my business, which, you know, one of the things, one of the exercises we do and almost all coaches do when they start out with a client is they do a life wheel, right? And if you draw your life wheel, one of the things, if you draw your life wheel and you draw the aspects of your life that, you know, and you plot your satisfaction on the circle, um, you know, and I think maybe I'll post that so people can see it and maybe do it for themselves, especially since we're in this 2021. That's that's a great idea. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you plot it out and you draw it, it's sort of like, well, my life is pretty bumpy. Like if you, you know, we'll, the whole thing is about balance, right? And when right. you over-focus on one thing to the detriment of others, your life is pretty out of balance and it's out of whack. And, you know, I always think, I agree with you, you find time for the things you want to do. And if something's important to you, you're going to do it. Um, yeah. So. I've spent so much time focused on the business side of things that I feel like, you know, yeah, I'm a little out of balance. So I'm like trying to figure out how to get myself back into balance. And that's one aspect that's out of whack that I'd Mm -hmm. like to have a little bit more satisfaction in. I feel like that's a double entendre for some reason. I don't know why. Right. But it's interesting. Yeah. Cause the wheel, which I, I, I didn't even, I hadn't never even heard of it until you and I started that coaching class at NYU. And all of a sudden I'm like, this is an excellent tool. I do use it with my clients. And you're right. When I first filled out that wheel, I'm like, it's kind of, there's some areas that are really bumpy and it's interesting yeah. with the wheel, because when you color it in and then you think of it as a wheel in motion, and if it's bumpy, if it looks bumpy when you're looking at your drawn wheel, it must it has to feel bumpy too on the inside, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. A little, yeah. uh, not quite balanced. But I mean, I don't know. I have yet to work with anybody that has a full circle of balance in the wheel. They're like, oh, we're so, completely balanced. Nothing's off. We're all tens all right. around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right, exactly. But yeah, yeah. so that's that's great. I love I love hearing that. That's amazing. Yeah, I th- but but I think as entrepreneurs, that's a thing we do, right? Like we we really allow ourselves to fall out of balance. Like you were saying, like you weren't thinking about dating because you're like, I don't have time for that because I'm focused on this. And I think I think 
whatever aspect of a person's life that may be, it may not be dating or relationships in that way. It might be family, it might be a bunch of other things get out of whack. I know one of the things we talk about all the time is our health. We let our health get out of whack because we're so focused, right? Um, So it's the same thing. So it's sort of like, what's the aspect of life that I'm not as satisfied with that I would like to kind of pull more focus and time and attention to? And that's it for me, you know, health a little bit, but that's, that's the biggest one for me. And that's where I'm going to focus some attention. Right. So back at you, milady. <laughs> what, when you're thinking through to 2021, what are you looking at personally and professionally in terms of like trying to accomplish? So in terms of personally, I, I feel like I let my health go a little bit throughout COVID. Um, one right. of the reasons... Well, that I tell myself is the the gym's closed down, and I was really adamant about. But it is closed down. Gym. <laughs> Sorry, it is closed. I said, but the gym is closed down. No, ours isn't. I oh okay. It's ours is actually open. A lot of gyms mm. though are closed, and the thing about going to the gym for me is it was always such a great way to start off the day, feeling energized. I, I got it out of the way, um, and so yeah. So with COVID, because you know, the gyms closed down, at least in my area for about seven months, I wasn't working out. And I remember going to my chiropractor and he's like, can you do a circle in your place and put your arms out? And I said, yeah. He said, well, then you have enough room to work out. And I was like, yeah, I guess he's kind of <laughs> right there. Yeah. But So I let that go. I just, now I have a new, I know you don't like the word resolution, but for lack of a better term, is to go to the gym every day. And I just started back three days ago. So I kind of feel hey. like I have an uphill battle. Um, I've been, even though I'm vegan, I've been making these vegan desserts where I'm thinking, oh, it's a healthy dessert. But, you know, it's still like 2,500 calories because I'll eat the, like the entire cake kind of thing. Like the, <laughs> right? Still has sugar in it. <laughs> so consequently, I've gained like, I don't know, probably about 10 pounds. So mm-hmm. that one of my resolutions is just getting back into the swing of things. And that's never fun. Um, and then in terms of, uh, you know, I would love to go up and see my family. And I know that yeah. I haven't been able to do that because of COVID. The borders are closed. I'm Canadian. And I'd love to go and see my dad. I'd love to go and see my brother. And so I'm really looking forward to that. And Mm -hmm. in terms of, um, you know, just kind of personal work, I'm, you know, involved in IFS. I use it on my clients. I also uh, have, I also practice it myself for Um, Mm self-care. I have a, you know, a group that I go to weekly and that is kind of like going to the gym for my emotional state. And so I want to continue doing that. So all of that feels pretty good, actually. Um, but if you were to ask me about 14 years ago, how's the balance on your on the inside? I'd be like, um, well, it's way off. Like I worked mm-hmm. really, really, really hard. So I feel like that element in terms of personally, that's just coasting and continuing to stay, you know, relatively grounded, relatively healthy. But professionally, um, my gosh, like I, I always feel like kind of hesitant about saying what I want professionally, because I feel like Mm. if I don't do it, I'll be like listening to this podcast. But that's the point of saying it. And saying, 
you're such a bullshitter. Like you didn't even do any of that. So, um, but that's the point of saying it. I know. I know. Like the dating thing, right? (laughs) What? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. We should have this packed like in June, June, 2021. We're going to check in. Yeah. We're going to watch this and check in with each other. Um, Like, what did you do? What did you do? Liz, what did you you do, Lisa? Yeah. We're, we're listening They're like, yeah, to it, no, I, I've just decided I don't want to date anybody. <laughs> yeah, I changed my very, mind. I changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, and for me professionally, I just, you know, I changed my mind I didn't want to do that. <laughs> but yeah, so yes. professionally, it's, you know, bar candy. I've changed the website. I'm coming out with a whole new candy line, mm-hmm. champagne, candy, liquor candy, all that kind of stuff. So that's exciting. And for my coaching... um, I'm implementing IFS, internal family systems. I'm going to be a practitioner. I think if all goes well and I really get fire under my butt by about July, 2021, I'll be a practitioner with that. So I'm super excited. Um, So yeah, so I got credentialed by ICF. So that's for the coaching IFS and, uh, and then my psychodrama, which I'm fully trained in. So my goal is to do something that isn't, common where I'm, I'm combining all three. And so I have been doing it with my clients so far and people, everybody loves it because it's, you know, it's kind of like going inside, seeing what your blocks are, classic coaching, which is moving forward and setting goals and whatnot. And, uh, psychodrama, which is a lot of action stuff. So, Mm -hmm. um, this is the year I'm going to launch that and launch, um, more groups. And so that's professionally what's happening for me in the next year. And with the podcast, what are we, I know we, 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 we haven't, um, we haven't had our business meeting yet. We haven't had our business meeting yet, which we will. Um, but I know you and I are probably thinking along the same lines of really just making this the thing, right? Like making this a thing and, you know, we're doing questions and cocktails, so we're going to do more of those. And I suspect that, you know, we'll see how COVID and vaccinations and all that stuff happens. But I am hoping that we could do like our first sort of live event slash tour type thing in 2021. Yeah. That's kind of where I am podcast wise. I'd love to start to meet some of you guys who listen um, and, it, you know, so, 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 so I'm cautiously optimistic about 2021 because it's very interesting. One of the things is it's sort of like, there's a, there's a thought in my head sometimes that I think that, you know, January 1st is going to get here and we're going to turn the page and everything that happened in 2021 is just going to disappear, which is not true. Right. Right. I mean, it's going to be the holiday season. 2021 is probably going to be pretty dark the first couple of months, Yeah, which I just don't want to think about. It's going to be pretty dark. I mean, you know, there's things to be hopeful about a vaccine, new administration in the U S um, Plenty of things, to, but January 1, it's not going to all just blow away, you know, like right. things are still going to be pretty bad, but I'm cautiously hopeful, but I'm still kind of thinking that 2021 20, might pull the rug out from under us. <laughs> I saw a meme on Twitter that I thought was so funny that, you know, 2020 is about to turn 21 and start drinking. So it's going to be shitty. <laughs> <laughs> That is super funny. It's so funny. 
And wow. I was like, yep, yep. So, you know, kind of, kind of be cautious about how we're looking at 2021, but I'm excited. I think, you know, I don't know if I ever told you, this is my favorite holiday of all of them. New Year's. Oh yeah. It's always been, yeah. My always been my favorite holiday. I don't, I, I like it. People think it's about the debauchery of like New Year's Eve and it's not, it really is. I find that everybody, what I like is that collectively, like all of humankind goes into a very reflective place and they think about themselves and they think about what they want to do and who they want to be. And I have always loved that for myself, but I love the idea of all of humankind, all of us doing it. Yeah. <laughs> whether we taking it, ser- whether we take it seriously or not, and whether we accomplish anything or not, just the exercise of it all. Yeah. I absolutely love. So it's always been my favorite holiday more so than any of the other ones. Yeah. 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 No, I like it too. I just, I remember like, even when I was a teenager, New Year's Eve, just looking out and thinking, oh, next year I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's just like you say, it's a, it's a time for reflection and it's a time for a new beginning. It's a time yeah. for reinvention if that's something you yeah. want to do as well. Yeah. And I like what you said about it being collective because mm-hmm. everybody kind of has that same energy, I feel like, or most people do anyway. And mm-hmm. I just love, you know, I love reinvention. And I and I love knowing that that's always possible for us. I mean, gosh, look at my dad. He's turning 80 in January. <gasps> and oh, my he, God. Yeah, yeah. And he just finished authoring a book. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called yep. 45 Years Sober. Nice. And, yeah. And his wife, his brand new wife. Oh, by the way, he's a newlywed. So his, yes, at 80. Go ahead, daddy. Yeah. yeah. His brand new wife, she's finished authoring, I think it's three books now. So they're both writing. And, you know, my dad said to me the other day, he said, Elizabeth is about, he calls me Elizabeth. Elizabeth is about reinvention. Yeah. Yeah. At any age it's possible. And he wakes up happy, happy every single day. You know, he, he's had a tough life, man. He's had, he's had, you know, he dealt with alcoholism. He's dealt with so many different things and divorce and, and death of a child, my brother and death of a stepchild and, you know, uh, being on welfare. And he started his business, everybody check it out at 55. Nice. And so it's never too late, never too late. And he's done very well for himself. And now he's like an author. So, we can always, always have hope of looking ahead and no matter how old we are and saying, look, I want this year to be different. I want this for myself. Now, mm-hmm. how do I do it? Right? Yeah, exactly. And guess what? Next week, we'll tell you exactly how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> With our goals episode, which we've already recorded, which is excellent. Oh my God, it's um, amazing. But yeah, so... You know, thank you guys so much for being with us this year. Thank you guys. That is probably the thing I want to say as we sort of wrap up here. It's been a fun, interesting thing. You know, we started out doing it because, I don't know, we just wanted to do it. (laughs) Um, And we didn't know where it would go. And I'm really excited about where we are at the moment. And I'm thankful and grateful for every one of you who listen. And I hope you guys come into 2021 with us. We plan to have Yeah, we're going to pull everybody into 2021 with us. And also, guys, let us know, you know, what you want to hear more of. Because I think we kind of, stretched the gamut here in the past year. We've had 
so many different types of guests, so many different um, subjects and really all to do with, you know, having balance, I think, in your life and in your business. But what do you guys want to hear more of? Um, and just tell us, you know, let us know what you, what you want to, what you want us to talk about and we'll do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us and we'll do it. Excellent. And I'm grateful Liz. for you. And I'm grateful for you as always, my dear friend. Yes, my dear friend. Yes. And you are the badass of the year as far as I'm concerned. And you are my badass of the year as far as <laughs> I'm concerned. So there you go. <laughs> Two badasses closing out 2020 marching into 2021. I'm so excited. I love it. That's it love for it. us this Thank week. Thank you, Liz. Remember, you can find everything we referenced in the episode in our show notes on our website, bossybrilliantbadass.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. It helps us get found. And thank you for listening. There'll be more Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass next week. So until then, be, be a, a badass. badass.